We spend a lot of time with crazy uncles, crazy family members. We eat a lot of food. We tolerate people. And we're very busy for the next few days and weeks, parties and events and get-togethers and running there and running here and, and this and that. And in this busy time of the Christmas season, a very chaotic time, if we are not careful, we could truly miss what many people missed 2,000 years ago. When they missed the most incredible, significant moment in life, and that was when divinity took on humanity. When the creator of the world robed himself in flesh. Isaiah 9, 6 penned it like this. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. John 1.14 came into the picture and the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. What a day that was. What a very important and significant day. A lot of people are talking about the day today, the day that our president, 45th president of the United States, got impeached. A lot of people are crying, what are we going to do? It's just a process. But this crazy time that we're living in, if we're not careful, we get so messed up in our mind that we forget about the reason for the season. Like they forgot about way back over 2,000 years ago that our creator was born. He was born in a stable because there was no room in the inn. Think about it. The king of kings Brother Rudy, the Lord of Lords, the great I am, wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, the prince of peace. He was not born in a world that was waiting for his arrival. He was not born for a people that were looking for his appearing. They were busy. They were preoccupied with the cares of this world. They were not bad people. However, there were a lot of bad people that day. But they were not bad people. They were not murderers. They were not thieves. They were not drunks. They, they were not evil people. They were just too busy to notice that a Savior was born. They were preoccupied to notice the star. They missed it. They missed the sign. 
the religious order of that day. Brother Miller, they missed it. How could you miss a star? But thank God there were a few wise men that noticed the star. Pagan men, not religious men. They were pagan men that noticed the star. And the Bible says in Matthew 1, or Matthew 2, verse 1, now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east, and we're come to worship him. These wise men saw what everybody else missed. They saw the star. And no doubt, it appeared everywhere. But nobody bothered to look upward. Nobody bothered to look to the skies because they were all busy with the cares of this world, the cares of this life. But these wise men came to the king, Herod, and said, where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star and we've come to worship him. Can I tell somebody tonight, on a Wednesday night, a week before Christmas, there are still wise men that still seek him. There are still people, even though others are busy, even though others have other ideas and and, 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 and they're drawn away with, with other things, but there are people that have made up their mind. I want to see the king. I want to seek him. I want to put him first. I know you're busy. I know your mind's on other things. I know we're overwhelmed. But listen, the king is here. Jesus is here. Our Savior was born. Oh, come, let us worship him. That's what we have to understand, that the reason for the season is not the lights. I mean, we, we, we went to Fresno and we walked two miles looking at the same lights that I seen in the very first house that I get to the very end to know that I walked two miles there, that I gotta walk two miles back. Crowds of people to the fact that me and my wife, we started to put it in overdrive. No longer are we just looking at the lights. We're now weaving through traffic going off the traffic, going off the beaten path, walking in mud. We were done with the lights. But can I tell you, it's not about the lights. 
It's not about the presence under the tree. And it's really not about your family members. It's about him. Thank God for family. Thank God for friends. But really, thank God for him. He's the reason for the season. And wise men still seek him. I understand it's a Wednesday night, but I feel a David spirit inside my soul. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Can I tell you, the best thing you can do for your family is seek him. The best thing you can do for your marriage is seek him. The best thing you can do for your life is make up your mind. I'm going to seek him. Because his word said, seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. Why? Because he's the answer. He is the way. He is the light. He is salvation. He is healing. He is forgiveness. He is peace. He is everything I need him to be. And when I've said Jesus, I've said everything because he is everything. And the greatest choice and decision you could ever make in this season that we're in is to put him first. Somebody ought to clap your hands under the Lord. Wise men still seek him. Seek him while he may be found. Take a time out to the throes of life and just enjoy him. You say, Pastor, I haven't been wise. Well, learn to be wise. Learn to draw close to him. He wants to give good gifts to you. Matter of fact, his word says you being evil. Why do you call me evil? I've been coming to church. I've been doing right. Lord says, you being evil, know how to give good gifts to your kids. Bob, have you gotten gifts yet? No gifts yet for the kids yet? Just Are you going to get any gifts to the kids? You are? Okay. Why? Because you love them. Right? Nothing wrong with that. Okay, I'm not here preaching against gifts. There are people out there that preach against Christmas that got a problem with Christmas trees. This pastor has no problem with a Christmas tree, okay? If you want to throw stones, throw stones. I'll tell you what I don't do. I don't go in my living room and say, oh, Christmas tree, I worship you. I don't do that. I like seeing the Christmas tree. I like seeing the lights, but I don't worship it. I like the gifts, but not a big deal if I don't get one. I like to buy gifts. 
And that's may what we may talk about Sunday night about what can you bring the king? Because I think I've asked this question before is what's the greatest gift you've received besides God's salvation? What's the greatest gift someone's given you? Right? Sometimes it's tough to think about the greatest gift that we've been given. But what if I asked you, what's the greatest gift you've given to somebody? That's why the Lord says, more blessed is to give than to receive. The reason why I get gifts under the trees for friends and family is because, like Bubba said, I love them. I want to make them happy. Can I tell you, I wore a shirt the other day that still fits me. It's green. Sometimes I'll wear it. It's a green polo shirt. I bought it in 1990. 29 years old. It's like the Energizer Bunny. I don't like buying stuff for myself. I've got enough. But I like buying for others. But here's what the Lord said. You being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. But how much more does your heavenly father want to give gifts to you? You've got a God that wants to give to you whatever you need. What do you need? I need a little love in my house. I need a little joy in my house. I need a little peace in my house. I need some healing in my, God said ask and ye shall receive. Seek me and ye shall find. Wise men still seek him. And not just on December 25th. Woe unto us if all we do is worship God on Christmas would be of all men most miserable. But this has got to be a lifestyle. Every day, every day that I live, every minute, every hour, every second, you know what I try to do before I go to bed? Just thank you, Jesus. I love you today. Thank you for today. And then when I wake up in the morning, I usually try my best to say, God, thank you for another day. Go to sleep with thanksgiving in my heart and wake up with thanksgiving in my heart because God has been good and he is my source. He is everything that I need. And he's everything you need. You can't make it without God. You have tried and you have failed and you're wondering Where's the answer? Where's life? Where's peace? I'm going to tell you where it's not. It's not in the gifts. It's not in the trees. It's not in the lights. It's all in him. Wise men still seek him. Make up your mind. I'm going to make room this year for him. I'm going to let it become a lifestyle. Push back the plate. Oh, uh, I can't do that. We're going to have a good meal on Christmas. 
Well, the Lord's calling you to that. Push back the plate. Unblock your calendar. Tear up your schedule. And just spend time with him. Seek him. For he is as close as the mention of his name. Oh, I love him. Oh, I adore him. My breath, my sunshine, my all and all. Brother Alex, would you come? Sister Grogan, would you come and help me sing that? That's an old song. Oh, down from his glory. The great creator. My savior. He's given me an avenue to get into his presence. Not because I have to, not because I'm forced to. The greatest thing in life is right here. Why do I show up on Wednesday nights? Because I get to get in his presence. Why do I come to church so much? It's because I want to seek him. I want my life to be surrounded by him. And I challenge every one of you, if you'll put God first in your life, not just Sundays and Wednesdays, but you'll put God first in your life, you will be like those wise men. I saw the star. And I just wanted to come and worship him. I just want to come and, if you'll put God first, he will open up windows in heaven and he'll bless you. I don't know what you need, but God said, cast all your cares upon me because I care for you. You've got family and friends that need this. You've got loved ones that need to be saved. I'm going to tell you how they can be saved is you got to make up your mind for you. I'm putting God first. I'm seeking him. I'm running after him. Oh, does anybody feel that tonight? Anybody love him tonight? Why don't you stand to your feet? Why don't you raise your hands? Why don't you just lift up your voice? And why don't you love on him? Oh, oh, hallelujah. Oh, yes, I do. My breath, my sunshine, my all in all. Come on. I told you I wouldn't be long, but what I want us to do, I want us to draw close to him. Not because we have to, not because we're forced to, but because we love him. My God's fullness. Hallelujah. Oh. Oh, how I love him. How I love him. How I love him.
I love you, Jesus. Nobody like you, God. I adore Come on, it's all about him. He's the reason. He's the reason. He's the reason for the season. My hope and all the great creator. He became my Savior. Oh, hallelujah. As she sings it one more time, step out from where you are. Let's line this front tonight. Let's just worship him. Not because we have to. Not because we're forced to. But because we want to. Because we love him. Because we want to seek him. We're putting you first, God. In our homes. In our families in our lives. Oh, that's why I sing. Oh, how I love him. How I love In the hustle and bustle of this season, the chaotic times that we're in, you've got homework tonight. This homework is this. When you leave here, put your spiritual eyes on. Because even though there are a lot of people that are happy and joyous on this occasion, there are people that are lonely and that are hurting. And they're in some serious need. And if we're really the church, then we will show love to those that need this. How blessed we are to feel him and know him. But how incredible it is to go out there to this world and to show them Jesus. One more time, raise your hands all across this building. God, we love you today. Thank you for loving us. Thank you, Lord, for giving us a hope, 
given us life and peace. I'm praying for everybody here tonight. I'm praying, God, that you would empower them with your spirit and your touch. I'm praying for peace. I'm praying for resurrection. I'm praying, God, you turn their lives around. They'd be spiritual instruments that you could use. In Jesus' name, would you clap your hands under the Lord? Amen. God bless you. You're dismissed in Jesus' name.